Welcome to this episode of the Plan Disney Podcast. I'm your host, Amira Martin, a former Plan Disney panelist. And when I was on the panel, I was actually a Walt Disney World panelist. But I have to say, please don't tell anyone, I have fallen in love with Disneyland. <laughs> on this episode, we're coming to you from a Disneyland park where we're sharing tips for your first visit to Disneyland Resort. There's so much to see and do during your first visit, and our panelists are here to help you create the most magical vacation possible. But first things first, let's meet our panelists joining us today. Hi, friends. Hi. Hi, Mira. Hi, how are you? We're doing well. So great. Oh so my excited gosh. to be here. I know, I'm excited to be here with experts. That's my favorite thing. <laughs> so before we hop into it, because we have so much to cover today, I think we should do a few introductions. Are you down for that? Of course. Okay, Al, let's start with you. Hi, Amira. My name is Al. I am a husband, a father, and a small animal veterinarian. This is my first year on the Plan Disney panel, and I am, have been having a fantastic time. My family and I live in California, where I was born and raised. And this is going to age me a little bit, but I've been coming to the Disneyland Resort since the late 70s. Oh I fell in love with, with this place as a child. My parents would take me here on vacation. I was the kid who stayed from open to close. I would start in Adventureland and work my way clockwise around the park, just trying to fit in as many attractions as possible. Oh my gosh, I love that. Now, would you mind telling us a little bit more about what Plan Disney is? Of course. We are a group of very enthusiastic and knowledgeable guests who want to share our Disney vacation planning knowledge with other guests who can write in questions on plandisney.com and they'll get a personalized response from one of the panelists. We answer questions about the Disneyland Resort, the Walt Disney World Resort, Disney Cruise Line, and Disney Vacation Club, and we are compensated at the end of the year for our time on the panel. Oh, I love it. And I love our little family. We're so fun. Speaking of family, hi, family. Hi. Hi, Tisha. Hi, how are you? I'm great. Thank you. Tell us a little bit more about you. Absolutely. So I'm Tishra. I am also serving my first year on the Plan Disney panel, and I'm a Disneyland Resort specialist, and I answer questions for guests in both English and Spanish. Uh, so I live in the Pacific Northwest uh, with my two little girls and my husband, who I have to admit is my equal when it comes to planning Disney <laughs> vacations. Uh, he really is. He loves it as much as I do, even though we have completely different park strategies and things that we love about Disneyland Resort. Um, he is a great teammate and you can imagine what our date nights are like or our family <laughs> dinner conversations because we're always reminiscing about a trip to Disneyland Resort or planning our next one. Oh, I love it. You're like the dream family. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we have so much to talk about, but I think we should just start with kind of an overview. Let's get an overview of what Disneyland Resort is. Absolutely. So Disneyland Resort is the happiest place on earth. <laughs> it is comprised of two theme parks. So you have both Disneyland Park, where we are today, and Disney California Adventure Park. You'll find three Disneyland Resort hotel properties and lots of dining, shopping, and entertainment offerings in the downtown Disney district. So all those things comprise what we know as Disneyland Resort. And we'd like to start with Disneyland because this is Walt's original park. Yes. It opened on July 17th, 1955. And he conceived of the idea when he was in Griffith Park, sitting on a park bench, watching his daughters ride the merry-go-round. And he thought, you know, 
There should be a place where parents and their children could have fun together. And that's where the idea of Disneyland really started. I love that story because for me, as a mom of two little girls, seeing the magic through their eyes and all the wonder and discovery and imagination that comes to life for them in this place is truly, for me, the best part of Disneyland Resort. And the fact that Walt Disney placed connection at the center of the theme park experience, not only connections with each other and with loved ones, but connections with the world around us. And you'll see that really present throughout the lands of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy as you see Disneyland Park come to life for you. So you can actually see that original Griffith Park bench right here in Disneyland Park on Main Street, USA. If you walk inside the Disney Gallery, one of the first exhibits you'll see is that park bench where Walt's dream came to life. You'll see that original carousel horse from the merry-go-round. And I just love that that is the source of inspiration for all the dreams that have come to life for so many of us throughout the years. I love how they preserve the history of Disneyland and recognize how important it is. Walt Disney was so revolutionary in his design for the park. He wanted a central hub with differently themed lands radiating off of that hub like spokes on a wheel. And it made it really easy for his guests to navigate through the park. We talked about Disneyland and I love that we get to go see that bench. That is just like, it makes my heart pitter patter. <laughs> but there is another park that That's we can enjoy, right. right? That's right. So Disney California Adventure Park opened in 2001 and it really celebrates the, the rich history and culture of the state of California where Walt and his brother Roy first arrived to start their animation company. So you can actually enter the first gates and walk on Buena Vista Street, which kind of looks exactly as it might have back uh, during that time in Los Angeles. And it continues to tell the legacy of Disney storytelling through its attractions and entertainment and dining experiences. And we actually have a deep dive episode of the Plan Disney podcast, specifically about Disney California Adventure Park with our friends Tiffany and Melissa. And they do an amazing job. So yes. check that one out. Yes, we had fun doing that one too. That was, I learned so much. And I know today I'm going to learn so much from you too. And I feel like we need to talk about ticket types because we have two parks to choose from. And I know that can be a little bit confusing for first timers. Can you tell us a little bit more about the ticket options that yeah, guests have? That's right. So there are two ticket types that you'll want to be aware of as you're planning your Disneyland Resort vacation. The first is a one park per day ticket, which exactly like it sounds, you get access to one theme park of your choosing on the day of your visit. If you want the option to hop over to the other park, you can choose the park hopper ticket, which allows you access to the first theme park to start your day. And then during the eligible park hopper hours, you'll be able to cross over and enjoy the other theme park as much as you like. And one of the questions that we sometimes get on the panel is which ticket type is right for me? And they're both a great value and it really depends on your touring style. For instance, uh, I'll buy uh, one of a uh, different ticket type depending on the, the visit that I'm about to make. Right. If you think you can only you only need to stay in one park and you can uh, fit enough in in one day, then the one day park per day is right. However, if you want the freedom to park hop back and forth, say you have an attraction or a food item in the other park you want to try or you want to finish off some attractions that you didn't get to do the day before, then the park hopper is right. And it's really, really easy to park hop from one park to the other. The two theme parks are literally hundreds of feet away. I think my record is five park hops in a day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and you're right, they're so close. You literally just walk. And I've loved that about enjoying Disneyland Park as someone who's newer to the experience. That's, so That's right, that proximity is so unique about Disneyland Resort. It's one of the things I love the most. So now that you have your ticket type maybe selected, uh, you also need to know that you, at this time, will need a park reservation okay. to enter the theme park. Mm -hmm. 
Luckily, when you purchase your tickets on the official Disneyland website, uh, you can complete that step of securing your park reservation at the same time as your ticket purchase. Okay. So one of the things I think sometimes guests get a little tri tripped up about is how do I do that? How do I get my ticket? How do I get my park reservation? And luckily, once you select your ticket type on the website, you'll be asked to choose your dates and the theme parks that you want to visit on those dates. Uh, and then when you confirm your purchase, you'll have made your park reservation in the same set of steps. So it makes it really easy. Oh, that is so fun. I love it. It's just so simple. And then you get to go off and maybe have a little fun. I mean, we did. We talked about the tickets. We talked about reservations. But I feel like it's time for fun. Let's start the fun. Let's talk about attractions in the parks. When I think of Disneyland, two classic and iconic attractions I think of are the Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean. On the Haunted Mansion, you get to tour a not-so-scary haunted house along with 999 happy haunts who are just <laughs> looking for that last one to fill their ranks. And it's, it's a revolutionary omni-mover type system that Walt Disney developed, and uh, it, it's a wonderful attraction. But my favorite has to be Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Yes, it's the ride that made me fall in love with Disneyland in the first place. Aww. As a child, I would walk in from a sunny Southern California day and all of a sudden you're in a nighttime bayou and you board this boat where you cruise by an elegant restaurant and then you go on an adventure where you go along with a merry band of pirates raiding a coastal Spanish city. It's, uh, it's a wonderful attraction and it's great for all ages. I love how those attractions transport you to new worlds, right? Uh, and one of the ones that I love is it's a small world. Again, classic Disneyland Resort attraction. It's the happiest cruise to ever sail around the world. <laughs> it celebrates cultures from all over the globe. And who can forget that song? It's a small world after all, right? <laughs> so that's located in Fantasyland. We spend a lot of our time in Fantasyland. Again, I have two little girls and they just love all the rides. Um, it's awesome because there are so many attractions that have no height requirement or a very low height requirement. Yeah. So you can really enjoy them with your entire travel party. Um, we love Storybook Land Canal Boats. That was another original uh, opening day attraction in 1955. It was called Canal Boats of the World at the time. And now it highlights the landscapes and castles from your favorite Disney fairy tales, all in miniature size. So when you get on that boat and you go around, you'll be able to spot some fun Easter eggs like uh, Aladdin's Lamp, and Cinderella's pumpkin carriage. And it's just so fun. We love to be able to spot all those things. And there are two rides in Fantasyland that are unique to Disneyland Park and that are some of my favorites as well. Uh, you have Alice in Wonderland and you have Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Oh, yes. Yes, and I'll <laughs> never forget the first time I took my son on Mr. Toad, he was, I think, three and he was in the driver's seat and he laughed so hard the entire time. I'll never forget that. He thought he was taking me for a crazy ride through the English countryside. <laughs> so speaking of wild rides, I have to tell you my personal favorite in Disneyland Park, especially if I'm traveling by myself and I want a big thrill, is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Mm. Oh my goodness. It's inspired by kind of real life um, landscapes from the American Southwest. And you board this mine train on this expedition and through tunnels and caverns. And uh, there's a few surprises along the way. It's why they call it the wildest ride in the wilderness. I love Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. It's my son's favorite thrill ride. It's actually one of the, uh, what we affectionately call Disneyland mountains that consists of thrill type rides. And it's Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, Matterhorn bobsleds and Space Mountain. 
But if I had to pick my favorite Disneyland thrill, it's actually the Indiana Jones adventure. Oh, good one. I love that movie franchise. You get to explore a hidden temple, the Temple of the Forbidden Eye, and you try to escape a, as it crumbles around you in your vehicle. And that really throws you around quite a bit. And part of the reason I love that ride is the queue is one of the most immersive queues I've ever seen. As you walk through the outside portion, there is a broken down vehicle that was an actual prop used in filming of Raiders of the Lost Ark. And then you'll pass a generator that you'll hear sputtering along and very occasionally it'll stall for a little bit and all the lights along the queue, including inside towards the ride, will flicker for just a second. And just a few couple of steps away, we're still in Adventureland, but you can see the newly reopened Adventureland Treehouse, inspired by Walt Disney's Swiss Family Robinson. I can't wait to check it out. I can't wait for my kids to run up and down that treehouse and, and play with all those interactive features. And I love at the top of the treehouse, you're going to see the most amazing Disneyland park views from up there. So I can't wait to check it out. And another new attraction coming in 2024 is Tiana's Bayou Adventure. It's going to be so exciting. I can't wait to see it. Oh, I love that. And I know, Tishra, you especially love to look for things that your little ones will love, but kind of give them a thrill, too. I know we were talking about Toontown, the reimagining Toontown. That's right. And you were saying how amazing that area is for your little ones, too, right? So... I have to say, as a parent of young ones, uh, we have to remember that they don't always want to sit in the stroller or stand in an attraction <laughs> queue all day. They need to get out and stretch their legs and use their big kid-sized imaginations. And there are so many places in Disneyland Park to do this. Uh, we love definitely Mickey's Toontown. It's this whimsical neighborhood where Mickey and Minnie and all their pals live. And you can actually explore their houses and meet them there. Um, there's lots of interactive play spaces. There's a fountain right there in the middle of the hub. Um, it's just a delight for kids and adults of all ages and, and lots of time to really focus on that family connection. But we also love Pirate's Lair on Tom Sawyer Island. Okay. You board a raft, you go across the rivers of America, and you'll land on this island and explore all the amazing adventures that are awaiting you there. That's a really fun one. And don't forget to explore the caves on Pirate's Lair. There are a lot of hidden interactive gems that you might run across. Oh, okay. I've never been, so now I just want to go myself. We're going to have to go to Pirate's Lair. Okay, I don't have to take a little one. I can just go myself. <laughs> That's right. Little one at heart. Okay, good, good, good. We good. all are. All right, now I know there's so much to do right here in Disneyland Park, but there's also some amazing attractions over at Disney California Adventure. That's right. So Al talked about his favorite thrill rides here in Disneyland Park, but some of my favorite thrills are over in California Adventure Park. I absolutely love, first thing in the morning, I'm heading straight to Radiator Springs Racers <laughs> in Cars Land. Um, you get to enter your own race car and, you know, buckle up because you're in for a wild ride. You get uh, to prep, you know, whether you're getting a new paint job or some new wheels on your, on your race car. And then you get to go to that starting line and Doc Hudson is there and Lightning McQueen and Mater and they're cheering you on as you race through Ornament Valley. It is just the best story to be a part of. And once you get to that finish line, it's it's like a celebration. It's so much fun. But I also love the Incredicoaster. You go over to Pixar Pier and you'll see the Incredicoaster where you are off on a mad dash, racing around trying to uh, trying to catch baby Jack-Jack who is out there causing chaos. And you and the rest of the Incredibles family are trying to 
trying to get him back as he's using all his powers. And it's just like the best coaster experience. My kids and I love riding web slingers and it's a really immersive ride. You're helping none other than Spider-Man try to catch his spider bots. And the technology is fabulous. You're just slinging webs left and right <laughs> with your own arms. Uh, my daughter is also a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy fan. Oh, goodness, and yes. the last time we went, she rode Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. She loved the music and loved the really party atmosphere of that ride. So uh, it's a, a fabulous ride. So there's lots of thrill rides in California Adventure Park, but there's also fun for guests of all ages. One of the rides that we love to go on as a family is the Little Mermaid Ariel's Undersea Adventure. You kind of, you board the clamshell and you really do go on this underwater adventure and see the whole story of the Little Mermaid come to life. That's a great ride. It's a great run one to get away from the heat and the immersion of that ride is fantastic. I love that ride too. So we've talked about so many attractions and there are so many out there. Sometimes I feel like guests are a little bit overwhelmed. Right. You know, where do I start? One of my recommendations is to use the Disneyland mobile app right on your mobile device, or you can use the website, the official Disneyland website. And there's a search feature that allows you to filter by certain category or characteristic or feature of attractions that might fit your needs as a travel party. So again, for us, I have little ones. I use that height requirement filter to see, you know, how tall are my kids this year? Right. What are they able to enjoy? Um, I also have a little one who doesn't love the thrills. And so you can filter by type of thrill, by loud noises or dark, wow. you know, dark rides so that you can either prepare your child for what they might be experiencing or realize, okay, they're not quite ready for that one. I also like to filter by mobility considerations or kind of you talked about motion sickness. I think there's a filter for like spinning motion. So there's lots of ways to find exactly the attractions that fit your needs and preferences. Mm -hmm. And if you're traveling alone or if you are breaking away from your party and you want to save some time, certain attractions have single rider lines and that'll save you a lot of time from the regular standby queue. Just check the Disneyland website for which attractions offer a single rider line. Oh, yeah, I and we that. use another strategy. That's uh, one we use is called Rider Switch. Yes. So Rider Switch is, um, again, you can filter by the attractions that offer this, but it gives a chance for your party, if you've got little ones, uh, for one adult to ride the attraction with maybe one child who's ready for that. <laughs> and the other little one, at least in my family, it's little sister. She's not quite ready for some of those bigger ones. But right. we all wait in the queue together and for our family, it's dad who takes the older one on the attraction. They enjoy it together while I wait with the little one. And then when they come back out, I'm able to board with my older daughter and enjoy the attraction together. So she actually gets to ride twice. Lucky kid. We don't have to, we don't have to <laughs> wait double time. And it's just a really nice way for young families to get access to those attractions. Now we've talked about so many great attractions, but I feel like we need to talk a little bit more about the entertainment experiences here at Disneyland Resort. Can you tell me more about that? Yes, and I am so glad you asked, Amira, because live entertainment is my absolute favorite thing about Disneyland Resort. I can't leave without checking out the nighttime spectaculars, the parades, the stage performances. It just screams the Disneyland Resort experience for me. And I've been known to rearrange my entire day just to make sure I hit the right show times. My best recommendation is to check out that entertainment schedule. Okay. You'll see it on the Disneyland website and in the Disneyland mobile app. It's usually published about four to six weeks in advance, so you can kind of see when those showtimes are and when you might like to take advantage of those entertainment offerings. Of course, Disneyland Resort is known for its characters. Yes. So once again, you can 
uh, filter through the Disneyland mobile app and you'll see which characters are showing up where because we often get questions about how can I see such and such a character and you can find it right in the app. But the special thing with Disneyland is sometimes you'll just see some characters roaming around spontaneously. Aww. One of my favorite memories was I had just entered Disneyland and I saw Mary Poppins and Bert just walking down Main Street hand in hand. Just a lovely stroll on a sunny day. And sometimes they'll even board the carousel with you with the Disneyland band. Uh, so yeah, you, you get to see a lot of characters, but if you really want to be in the story, sometimes uh, I'll take my kids over to Avengers Campus or Galaxy's Edge. And another character encounter I really love is through the parades. Disneyland Resort parades are amazing. And I absolutely love when those characters come out in their costumes and they wave at you and they make you feel like they're really looking at you. They're, they're pointing to you. It's such a special moment. Yeah, they make you feel really included. It does, it does. Now, I know there's live entertainment outside of the parks too here at Disneyland Resort. Are there other options? Where can we find the live entertainment outside of the parks? So the downtown Disney district, district right outside the parks, okay. there's always something happening. You can find live bands performing on stage and you can look at the schedule on the Disneyland mobile app once again. Uh, I've often been surprised by artists and author signings when I walk by, which is a great opportunity to get some souvenirs. And you'll find live music at the Jazz Kitchen Coastal Grill and Patio. That's right. And even in your Disneyland Resort Hotel, you'll find some live entertainment. So wow. I love walking into the lobby and seeing the live pianist who is playing your favorite Disney tunes right there. Um, we've even seen uh, dueling guitarists by the pool bar. It's really fun to kind of have that um, atmosphere entertainment. And during the holidays, you can actually see some live carolers inside Disney's Grand California Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. It's a really fun way to kind of welcome the holiday season. And while we're talking about holidays, I have to mention my favorite time of year to visit is of course during the winter holidays. Disneyland Resort undergoes this spectacular transformation. You'll see characters in their holiday best attire. <laughs> um, you see certain attractions that have a holiday themed overlay. Okay. Uh, and Main Street USA gets this beautiful garland. You'll see sometimes it even snows on Main Street. And of course, Sleeping Beauty Castle undergoes her majestic transformation with all those beautiful twinkling lights and the icicles. And it's just a magical time of year to visit. The holidays are one of the most beautiful times to visit the resort, but my favorite season has got to be the Halloween season, yes. which takes place right before the holidays. And I have to say the cast members do a phenomenal job of decorating the entire resort to make it spooky and yet fun. And you have the iconic giant Mickey pumpkin right at the entrance to Main Street. You'll find Halloween themed nighttime spectaculars and Halloween themed foods. And one of our favorite attraction overlays, Haunted Mansion Holiday, actually starts in Halloween. Now, I know we talked about holiday spectaculars. You specifically said spectacular. I was like, oh, you know what? What about the other nighttime spectaculars that guests can experience? So Disneyland Resort is known for its nighttime spectaculars. And I think Disneyland Park puts on some of the most powerful and emotional fireworks and projection shows uh, at night. While over at Disney California Adventure, you have World of Color, which is a show that mixes in projection, fountain and laser technology to tell a really poignant story about Disney storytelling. Uh, it can be sometimes uh, kind of crowded in the paradise area. So I would recommend using the Disneyland mobile app and signing up for a virtual queue, which will give you a reserved viewing spot right in front of the water. So watch the show. That is so smart. I love that. Now, I also heard a little rumor that Disneyland is known for the food. 
So I think we need to talk more about food and beverage options here at Disneyland Park, Disneyland Resort in general. The rumor was from me, by the way. So <laughs> it's everybody's favorite topic, right? Yes. Topic. Yes. So yes. let's talk food. Yes. Talk more about food and yes. some of the things that we can experience here. Yes. Disneyland Resort has really upped their food game. I've been coming here for years, and this has really become a foodie destination. And if you follow Disney Eats on the Disney Parks blog, they, they publish foodie guides, and my family and I love looking through them, picking out what we like, and that dictates where we visit in the parks. So I think there's three things that guests should know when they're planning their Disneyland Resort vacations and they want to think about their dining experiences. There's three experiences that I think are really important. The first is quick service locations. So okay. quick service, you don't need an advanced dining reservation. You can just place your order either up at the counter or again, use that Disneyland mobile app to place a mobile order that when it's ready for pickup, you'll get a push notification and you can go collect your items, find a seat and enjoy that meal with your family. The table service locations is a different category of restaurant and you do, well, we'll say we highly recommend a dining reservation in <laughs> advance up to 60 days before your visit. You can make those again on the website or in the Disneyland mobile app. Um, and some of those really popular locations, you do want to take advantage of those full 60 days before your visit um, because they can be super popular. All the guests want to experience them. And then the third, we have to talk about snacks and snacks in and of themselves you can absolutely make them a meal so we'll definitely talk about that yeah. well, well what's your favorite quick service restaurant yeah so if i'm here in disneyland park i think i'm getting a skewer over at bengal barbecue um, i love those polynesian inspired flavors there's some plant-based options i love a pineapple spear i love i love all those flavors so i'm definitely going to bengal barbecue okay my favorite quick service restaurant is the lucky fortune cookery over at disney california adventure I had the yaki udon with karaage-inspired crispy chicken, and it was delicious. And the whole area is called San Francisco Square, which was recently opened, and they've got a lot of Asian-inspired cuisine, which I love. And an extra tip is you might be able to see Baymax and Hiro from Big Hero 6 in a meet and greet. Oh, I can't wait for a Baymax hug. And a fist bump. And a fist bump. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Now, speaking of San Francisco Square, I know, Tisha, we talked and you said that's like a great little area if you're maybe with a larger crowd and everybody may want something different. And you gave me a tip about mobile ordering. Yeah. You want to share that? Yeah, so that's a great place to mobile order. Again, you can place those orders directly in your mobile app. Um, everyone can kind of pick what they want. And then, you know, because those restaurants are located in a really kind of um, you know, near each other, you can go grab your items and then find some seating right in the middle of San Francisco Square and enjoy your meal together. I love that. And that's more of a newer option, actually. And then there's another new option here in Disneyland Park, that's too, right? right. Yes. Right. I've yet to check it out. But on my list, we have to go see Tiana's Palace for those flavors of New Orleans. Um, and it's Tiana's restaurant. It was her dream. I just can't wait to experience it. Oh, goodness. Same here. I can't wait. Now, we talked about quick service. You mentioned table service right. real quick, the both of you, but you didn't share what your favorite table service option is. So okay. I, I need to know. All right. My favorite table service restaurant is Lamplight Lounge on Pixar Pier in Disney California Adventure Park. If you read the menu, you feel like you're jumping right in the middle of a Pixar movie. The food and beverage options are so whimsical and imaginative and creative. It's just so much fun. And you're right there on Paradise Bay with a beautiful view. And I've heard they have some of the best mixed drinks on property too. 
Yes, I've heard that too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so beautiful. And it I know is. you love Lip Light too, though. Yes, I yes. do. But my favorite table service restaurant actually isn't in the parks. My favorite is Goofy's Kitchen over at the Disneyland Hotel. Okay. It's a character meal where you get to dine with Goofy, who uh, made up the, the food. It's a buffet-style meal, and the characters uh, interact with you while you eat. And the best part about it is you don't even have to be a hotel guest to dine there. You can just make a reservation and uh, and go. That's right. And one quick tip about Goofy's Kitchen, it's the only character meal in the, par in the parks or across the Disneyland Resort where you can actually dine with characters during your dinner meal. Oh. So there's both breakfast buffet options and dinner. And so that's a great one if you're looking for something later in the evening, uh, you wanna take your family to dinner, they can actually dine with Goofy and his pals. Yeah. The other character dining options at Disneyland Resort, there's a couple at uh, Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. You have Storytellers Cafe, which offers the Mickey's Tales of Adventure, breakfast or brunch. And I love it because Mickey and all his friends are dressed up for an adventure. They've got their hiking boots on and their little vests with these patches that say what kind of adventure they've been on. It's so cute. Uh, right next door, you have Napa Rose, which offers the Disney Princess Breakfast Adventures. That's one to save up for a special celebration. It's a three course meal. Uh, you get dedicated time with Disney royalty. Uh, we we counted, we met up to six princesses on our oh last visit. Wow. It was really, really special. And then there's a special keepsake included with your meal and some photo pass images. There's a photographer there to take your pictures and all that's included in the price of your meal. Now, if you want a character dining option inside the theme parks, you have Minnie and Friends Breakfast in the Park at the Plaza Inn on Main Street USA. And that's a really fun one because you can make your reservation, dine with your characters, have some really fun time with them. And then you're right in the parks ready to go about your day. And one of the questions that we get uh, quite often on the, on the panel is, what do we do if we can't get a reservation? That's yes. right, yeah. So, well, the first thing I always tell people is don't give up, right? You might try to get your favorite dining reservation and find that the availability might be limited, but don't give up because guests can change their plans at any time. We've even had to cancel some reservations because things change, right? And so once those cancellations happen, uh, it frees up availability. So don't be afraid to check back for you know those dining reservations, even in the days approaching your visit. The other option is to check for something called the mobile dine walk-up availability. Okay. That's something you can see at your favorite table service location um, to see if they have a QR code, which you scan with your phone, and then it will allow you to join the same day walk-up availability. If there is some space for you in the restaurant, you'll get a text message or a push notification, and you'll be able to enjoy that restaurant that day. You can also find that right in the Disneyland mobile app. Okay, so we did quick service, we did table service, but now I need to know your favorite Disneyland snack because this is the place for snacks. That's it right. Is, I admit. <laughs> so I think of snacks, I think of sweet and savory snacks. Okay. I have to admit, I have a really bad sweet tooth. So my favorite <laughs> That's snack. That's not a bad thing. That's a good <laughs> sweet tooth. I'm bad for my cholesterol. <laughs> my favorite is a classic Disneyland churro. So I would highly recommend trying at least one. My son likes to come and he does the one churro a day challenge. So every day we're here, he gets one. And that's really fun because you can actually find some seasonal options depending on what time of year you're visiting. The churro carts might have a seasonal flavor, so you can try lots of different flavors throughout your visit. Yeah, so what's your sweet favorite treat? My snack? favorite sweet treat in the parks is a Dole Whip. I love that classic flavor, pineapple. You can find it um, in Adventureland at the Tiki Juice Bar. Um, or right next door, you can um, go to Tropical Hideaway, which offers some 
flavor combination. So yesterday we even got, uh, we got a mango strawberry swirl and that was just really, really delicious. But I also have to mention the Mickey shaped beignets. Over in New Orleans Square, you can get a Mickey shaped beignet and it goes perfectly with a mint julep from the mint julep bar. So for savory snacks, I have to talk about the hand-dipped corn dog. Yes. Yes, there's something special about those. There's a corn dog cart right on the right of Main Street and Disneyland Park, right before the Plaza Inn, and the corn dog castle over in Disney California Adventure. And my daughter loves the Mickey pretzel. She gets one every time. And my son uh, asks for popcorn every time he passes a popcorn cart. So one thing I want to mention, Amira, yes. is... Let's say someone in your party might have some uh, food sensitivities or special dietary preferences or even food allergies. Disneyland Resort is a wonderful place that makes everybody feel welcome. And so when you're looking um, at uh, maybe a table service or a quick service location, you can actually locate menus, allergy-friendly menus online for quick service, certain quick service locations. That'll help you prep your visit so you can see exactly what menu items you might wanna take advantage of while you're here. Or if you're making a table service reservation, there's a space available where you can communicate with the dining team what your dietary needs are. So it makes it really easy. You just let them know. And then when you arrive at the restaurant, you could even speak to the chef or a specially trained cast member who can help you navigate that process. Now, I know Disney California Adventure has a lot of celebrations that go on. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Of course. So at the beginning of the year at Disney California Adventure, they have the Lunar New Year celebration. And they were celebrating the new year with good luck and prosperity. We'll find fun festivities for all ages. You'll see characters in costume. And I was quite impressed to see some really authentic Asian dishes that I remember from when I was growing up as a child. And if you like the zodiac animal coming up, you'll be happy to see that it's very well represented. That's right. And I love that you can uh, put your wish for the year on the wishing wall and just kind of share what your hopes and dreams are for that upcoming year. It's something our family does every time we visit. A little bit later in the year, during the springtime, you'll be able to experience the Disney California Adventure Food and Wine Festival. Mm. It's something we look forward to every year because those festival booths come out with tasting sized portions of new and inventive meals that celebrate California cuisine and the wines and microbreweries that California is so well known for. So that menu is something we look forward to seeing kind of what, what they're gonna come up with next. And later on in the year, you will have the Festival of Holidays where you have once again food booths and uh, holiday themed foods. And it's a multicultural celebration of holiday traditions around the world. And there are so many food options for all of these seasonal celebrations. It's a little bit overwhelming to know what to order, but I have a tip for you because we want to try everything. So one uh, suggestion we have is to purchase something called the Sip and Savor Pass. It comes on a lanyard and you prepay for up to eight items where you get little tickets and you can redeem those for eligible food and beverage menu items at the food booths. It's just a nice way to prepay and it makes a nice little souvenir when you take that lanyard, lanyard home. Yes, I always try to get a sip and savor when I can. And one tip that I have is that you can buy all your food at one booth. So if you look at the menu, you know what you want, tell the cast member and they'll ring you up and you can take that receipt, keep your receipt, take it to the different food booths. And instead of waiting in line to order, you just go to the pickup line, show them the receipt and they'll give you your food. I love that tip. Speaking of top tips, I had the chance to speak to Mark Everett King Jr. again. He is the Disney ambassador and he gave us some top tips for first time visitors coming to visit Disneyland Resort. Let's check that out. 
Mark, welcome back. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing phenomenal. It's so nice to be back here with you. Oh my goodness. I am so excited that you are back. Can you tell us a little bit more about you and your role as a Disney ambassador? Yeah, so for those who do not know me, my name is Mark Everett King Jr. I'm one of the Disneyland Resort ambassadors here at the Disneyland Resort. And my role as a Disney ambassador is to serve as an official cast representative, spokesperson, and emissary of goodwill on behalf of Disneyland to the world. Oh, I love it. And you're so good at it. <laughs> All right, I have another question for you. What's it like to be a representative of the Disneyland Resort? Uh, it is honestly a dream come true. When you truly think about the magic that our cast make for guests all around the world, specifically here at Walt's Original Magic Kingdom, it is something that is hard to put in words at time, but I look around and able to see so many smiles on so many people's faces and knowing that it's because of the passion and the drive and just the love of, of Disney parks and, and Disney uh, that our cast gets to bring to our guests. Oh goodness, such, it's magic everywhere you go, everywhere. How would you describe Disneyland Resort to someone who's never visited before? Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> I would say that it's a living, breathing storybook. Mm. So what I mean by that is when you enter in through the Disneyland main gates and you enter the tunnels and it says, here you leave today and enter a world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. And that is literally what the Disney experience is at most of your Disney parks. The minute you pass those turnstiles, you're immediately immersed into any story that your heart is willing to take you on. Now, what is something all first-time visitors should know before coming to Disneyland Resort? I would say that there's not one way to do Disney. So what I mean by that is the minute that you hit Central Plaza, so that's normally the hub in front of any of those iconic castles at any of our Disney parks, but let's stick to Disneyland for a second. You get to truly pick where you want to go. You hear the beating of the drums for Adventureland. You might hear a yeehaw coming from Big Thunder Mountain Railroad in Frontierland, or you might just get a, a, a breeze of something whimsical right behind the castle. And just let your heart guide you and let your feet take you on, on the way and you'll immediately love what you're gonna get to experience. Oh goodness, okay. Now, what's a can't miss experience for first time visitors? Oh, okay. So you have to get a picture with your favorite character. Okay. And the best way to, to navigate who you can meet at the Disneyland Resort is gonna be through the Disneyland app. So you have to download the app and that way you have that resource at, in the palm of your hand 24 seven, cause that's gonna help guide you around the resort. Goodness, okay. You said my favorite thing. I love character pictures, so much fun. Okay, so I like that. I like yeah. that tip. <laughs> All right, another one. Hidden detail for first time visitors. Cool. I don't think many people know that you can actually walk through Sleeping Beauty's castle. Sleeping Beauty Castle walkthrough is the perfect way for you to just immerse your way through Princess Aurora's story. And you can take your own entire family through and be able to experience that. But I think that that's a really fun detail is that you can actually walk through the castle, Sleeping Beauty's castle right here at Disneyland. Oh, I love that. Okay, last question. Any final advice for first time visitors to Disneyland Resort? Okay, download the Disneyland app, that is your guide. You also want to make sure that you let your heart guide you and then ask a cast member what's their favorite thing to do. They are the subject matter experts here at the Disneyland Resort, so they can be able to take you on any journey, whether you are a family, want to experience Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, or that you are a group of Disney adults heading to Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. There is something for everyone. Oh, oh that's such a good tip. Mark. You're the best. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for having me. And thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for being here and then allowing me to share the beauty of Disney with everyone. 
Welcome back, panelists. Now, Thank before you. we hop into our next little section, because you have more to teach me about Disneyland Resort, let's talk a little bit about what Plan Disney is. Tisha, would you mind telling us? Yeah, so Plan Disney is this collection of amazing digital resources on plandisney.com. Uh, we answer guest questions about lots of different Disney destinations, and we answer questions actually in English, Spanish, French, and Portuguese. So guests from all around the world are welcome to submit a question to us and you'll get some personal advice directly from a Plan Disney panelist. And at the end of the year, we're compensated with a really special reward trip. Now, you guys have shared so many great tips so far, but I know you have more to share with me because we haven't talked about how to fully maximize our time here at Disneyland Resort. Can you give me some tips on that? Of course. My first tip is to download the Disneyland mobile app. We've mentioned it many times throughout this podcast. It has, in addition to having keeping your ticket digitally, it'll have your park map and those all important wait times. I think that's why that's when I check it most often. You'll have, you can find your characters, you can use mobile order and mobile mo merchandise checkout. And one tip I like to tell people is to register a credit card in the app before your visit so it's much easier to pay for your purchases. That's a good tip. That's I love great that tip. tip. Yeah. You also love the Play Disney Parks app. Is that right? I do. So <laughs> there's also the Play Disney Parks app where it lets you f play fun, interactive Disney games and it's location based. So I like to tell people, try it out when you're in the queue for Peter Pan's flight and you might get a nice surprise. And also at Disneyland Park, there are two fortune telling machines, Esmeralda and Fortune Red. And if you approach them with the Play Disney Parks app, they'll give you a nice little free souvenir. They'll tell you a little bit of a story chapter by chapter each day. That's wow. amazing. I had no idea about that. So I have to do that. That's a really great tip. Um, one of the park strategies that I like to use, again, we're thinking about maximizing your time and getting the most out of your Disneyland Resort visit, is a strategy I actually use for my own family. And it's four words so everybody can remember it. It's plan intentionally, enjoy freely. What that means to me is you pick your two or three or four items that you really that are really important to you, whether it's an attraction or a dining experience or maybe a nighttime spectacular, something that you really feel like are the milestones in your day. And then you let yourself have some free time, have some spontaneity, see where the magic takes you, because those little details about Disneyland Resort make it so, so special. You never know when the magic will be unexpectedly waiting for you. And I find that that's when my best family memories are in those unexpected moments. So I have a tool for you to help you plan intentionally, but also enjoy freely. And that's within the Disneyland mobile app, you can find something called Disney Genie Service. Ooh. This is the complimentary service. It's embedded right there in the mobile app. It's called My Genie Day. And you can put in your preferences for the day. So again, maybe the two or three or four things that you love or really want to check out. And with the touch of a button, it will send you a completely customized itinerary for the best times uh, to optimize your day and really get the most out of it. And so we love that Disney Genie service feature. It's a great option for someone who doesn't know the parks and wants to get to know a little bit better. And you can enter your preferences and it'll, you know, like Tisha said, plan out your day for you. It takes the guesswork out yeah, of planning Absolutely. the day. Yeah. yeah. We should probably talk about Genie Plus. So Genie Plus is a paid service that you can buy at the time of ticket purchase or on a day-by-day -day basis on the day of your visit. However, inventory is limited and sometimes it does sell out. 
And what Genie Plus does is that there are many attractions throughout Disneyland Park and Disney California Adventure that have special lightning lane entrances that will save you a lot of time. And Genie Plus will allow you to use these entrances and uh, save a lot of time in your day. There are some attractions that uh, that are a separate purchase, and those are called individual lightning lanes. So you want to pay attention to those. One thing that is included with the Disney Genie Plus service is your digital downloads of PhotoPass photos. Oh, fun. So as someone who's always behind the camera, I'm sure you're the same way, Al, with your family. We're always taking pictures and trying to capture our family's memories. But with the Disney PhotoPass photographers, you actually get to be in your family photos and they know the best lighting and the best angles to get those iconic Disneyland sites and backdrops for you. And with Disney Genie Plus service, you actually get those unlimited digital images. Uh, you can download them to your mobile device or when you get home to your computer. Yes, and you can find PhotoPass locations once again in the Disneyland Photo app, uh, in the Disneyland mobile app. One other thing I would have you consider is these things here. Yes. Yes, so this is a Magic Band Plus. It's a wearable device that just adds a lot of convenience to your visit because it will allow you to just scan into the parks. It'll allow you to scan lightning lanes and to link your PhotoPass pictures to your account instead of taking out your phone, opening the app, and then <laughs> scanning it uh, manually. My kids tend to walk around like this, right, with their with their <laughs> magic band, because they do some really cool interactive features, right? They do, they do. When they get old enough, take them to Galaxy's Edge, and they can play Batu Bounty Hunters. It's one of my favorite games. You go up and you join the Bounty Hunters Guild, and you use your Magic Band Plus and the Play Disney Parks app to locate virtual bounties located around Black Spire Outpost, and you level up, and your progress is saved from visit to visit. So the next time you come, you just pick up where, where you left off. And depending on what attraction you're in, or you know, in downtown Disney District, you can pass by right now the Disney 100 medallions, and they'll interact with your magic band and make it light up, and uh, it's got that haptic vibrations. It's a really fun feature to kind of take your visit to the next level. Oh, I love that so much. Now, another tip that I know you told me personally is, using the beautiful hotels that are nearby. That's can you tell right. us another way that we can maximize by That's using right. the hotels? Yeah, so staying at a Disneyland Resort hotel property for me is one of the best tips because you're right in the middle of the magic. You're just a few steps away from the theme parks and each of the three hotel properties are so unique in their theming, in their dining experiences, in their recreation options. So they're all three worth definitely checking out. But as a hotel guest, you will have access to exclusive benefits just for you. One of the benefits that we love to use as a hotel guest is called early entry. Early entry grants you access to one of the theme parks for an extra 30 minutes prior to regular park opening hours. And you'll be amazed at how much you can get done in those first 30 minutes of the day. My favorite of the three Disneyland Resort hotels is the Disneyland Hotel itself. As you can tell, I'm a big fan of Disneyland history, and that hotel in particular pays homage to Disneyland's past. And the three towers, the Fantasy, Adventure, and Frontier Tower, uh, all have something special in the lobby for a Disneyland history uh, nuts like myself. And there's a Disney Vacation Club Tower open now, too. And make sure you press all the buttons. There's a special little feature. We won't give away any surprises, but it's worth going to turning on all the lights and touching all the buttons in your hotel room at <laughs> Disneyland Hotel. My favorite uh, Disneyland Resort Hotel property is Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. I am from the Pacific Northwest, so uh, I am really drawn to those craftsman style vibes, the rich mahogany wood and that 
beautiful lobby. There's a grand fireplace and some rocking chairs. And you might just forget that you're in a theme park, right? <laughs> um, but actually, you are just a few steps away from Disney California Adventure Park. And in fact, there is a dedicated exclusive entrance just for guests of the Disney of Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa. And we make use of that all the time because, again, I have little ones. Sometimes we need to come back for a nap in the middle of the day. And when I say we, I mean me. I need to come back for a nap in the middle of the day. And you really are. You can get to your hotel room in just minutes. And when you're rested and ready to go back into the theme parks, you can get back in without further delay. That's a great uh, grand lobby. One of my favorite things that I do with my kids is after a long day at the parks, we go return to the Grand Californian, grab a cup of hot chocolate, sit down in front of the fireplace and just kick our feet up. Oh my goodness. I'm using that to, for sure, for sure. Oh, I've learned so much from the two of you today. This is amazing. Sadly, it's almost time to go though. But before I let you go, are you down for a little right lightning round with me? Do you of think course, you're ready yes. for that? Yes. yes. Okay. All right. Now, this is how we're going to do it. I'm going to ask you a series of questions. I want the first answer that pops into your head. Okay. Don't overthink it. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Here we go. Al, I'm going to start with you and okay. then Tisha, yeah. I'll go to you. Okay. Your best tip for visiting Disneyland Resort for the first time. Arrive early, make rope drop if you can. Okay, I'm gonna say get a complimentary celebration button. You can find them in the hotel properties and mer certain merchandise locations. What's cool about it, if you're a first time guest, there's a pin that actually says, I'm celebrating my first visit. Great and tip. it's totally complimentary and it's a really fun way to just kind of get some special well wishes from cast members and guests. <laughs> All right. Must-do attraction for first-timers. Oh, Pirates of the Caribbean, hands down. <laughs> I'm going to say it's a small world. Oh, okay. A snack that first-time visitors shouldn't miss. Churros. <laughs> I like it, do, and I agree. <laughs> now, a hidden gem at a Disneyland resort. Primeval World. Ride the Disneyland Railroad between Tomorrowland and the Main Street USA station, and you'll get treated to a, a neat little diorama. Yeah. Okay, uh, you know, I'm all about the details, so I love uh, this fun little detail you can find in Disneyland Park. We call them the popcorn people. I don't know. They might have a more official name. I don't know. <laughs> but if you go to the popcorn carts, you'll see them in tiny kind of features. They they turn the popcorn kernels and keep them warm, and they're themed based on the land in which they're located. Oh. So there's a tiny little Yeti over next to the Matterhorn bobsleds. There's Davy Crockett in Frontierland. There's the Dapper Dan over on Main Street USA. So see if you can find them all. Oh my goodness. Okay. Now, if we want to kick things up a notch, how can we make our first trip to Disneyland Resort extra special? I'd say take home a personalized souvenir. So my favorite is there's a caricature artist right at the exit to Pirates of the Caribbean. And I've had my son and uh, my portrait painted by her. And it's a wonderful souvenir we have framed and sitting in his room. So it's a wonderful memory of our visit. And there's also a silhouette studio on Main Street where they'll make your profile really, really quickly. I love personalized merch, but I'm going to say photo, take advantage of Disney Photo Pass photographers. I just can't get enough of those photo memories. They're my special souvenir that I take home, and it's a, it's a precious way to capture your family memories. Okay, all good answers. I like them. Perfect. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Plan Disney Podcast. 
You can check out a new episode of the Plan Disney podcast every third Wednesday of the month. And if you're enjoying the podcast, leave us a review. In the meantime, to keep up with all the Disney planning tips and insights, be sure to follow Plan Disney panel over on Instagram and at Plan Disney over on X, formerly Twitter. If you have a question of your own, be sure to stop by PlanDisney.com to ask. The panelists would be happy to help. And to keep up on the latest news, be sure to stop by the Disney Parks walk. Thank you so much to our panelists for joining us Thank today. You. Thank you. It's been a delight. And we'll see you real soon.